Hello and welcome back to the AFL Enjoyers podcast. I'm joined for a Supercoach special with the boys, George Fender, James Matza. How are we going, boys? Hey, Dean. How are horrible. you? Horrible. Horrible, man. I'm um, content. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not horrible. Some mixed emotions straight away. Yeah. yeah better bad, than last week, I think. Bad. We're not as depressed overall. George maybe is. I've got a story to tell, boys. Yeah. I yeah. think, look, what we'll do is we'll go through each of our teams. I think George has the most grievances to air. So, <laughs> George, why don't you let us know how you went this week? You want me to start? Yeah, go, go, go. All right. So, I got... Two one one one, so two thousand one hundred and eleven points. So my to- my score this week was top thirty six percent. Total score is top twenty nine percent. So um, not to the standards that we're used to with my super coach. Nah, not really. given the fact I was top one hundred for ten weeks last year, just putting it out there. You were, you were. Um, so you know, I'll, I'll ride the fact that I was successful for one super coach year for the next ten years, and don't <laughs> worry about what happened this year. <laughs> Um, so interesting week. What I did was I tried to have my cake and eat it too, and I made some pretty crazy decisions. Here we go. What some decisions that you wouldn't do if you were sane, but I was overworked, I was sick. He's blaming the work. I'm okay. blaming all external factors. <laughs> and I brought in Mitch McGovern <laughs> on, on Wednesday night. George, George, George. So we, we saw Nick Dacos play round one and we're like, geez, this guy's pretty damn good. But I thought everyone else is going to see this guy and they're going to find a way to stop him from having the influence that he's having. So I thought, don't worry about him just yet. He'll get 100, he'll get 115. Mitch McGovern, mate. I've seen the influence he's had at Carlton. I know how important he is. He's a beautiful kick, other than when he turns it over. I'll back him in because he got 106 round one. And he's 300,000. So I got rid of Jones to McGovern. I traded Josh Kelly, who got concussed, to Caniglio. So my, my mind is Caniglio is going to go massive because GWS's midfield is, is decimated. He's getting the CBAs. Mitch McGovern, easy 100 because he's important to the Blues. And I traded Tanner Bruin, jumped off that ship straight away Fair call. for the Sheasel, which worked. Yes, it did. After Collingwood played... And and Dacos got 150. I realized my sins and my wrong ways. <laughs> and I thought to myself, shit, I'm not going to be able to get this kid after the price rises. I've got to do something. So for me, it was double down on McGovern. Keep <laughs> keep the How kid, is that the answer? Then? Keep keep Caniglio and and hope that Caniglio gets a ridiculous score that makes up and counterbalances Dacos, right? So that was the gamble. Or Reverse the Cali Caniglio trade mid round Sunday morning, bring in Finn Callahan, and then give myself three hundred and fifty k to get Dacos in next round, which I should have done last round. You should have. Yeah. So it was a hard thing to do because it means that I've spent two trades to get Dacos <laughs> and haven't got his one hundred and fifty in the point scoring. Uh, and I'm getting Finn Callahan. So what I did is I said, <laughs> so I said, stuff it. I need Dacos. This guy's amazing. I'll get Callahan. Callahan got injured and got a 50. Canigla didn't do too big, but I basically lost over 100 points to the competition and a trade based on that. Yeah. That's... So that was the turmoil. Now, if I had my time again Sunday morning, I would have brought in Setterfield instead and made up some points. Now, this week, I'm backing in Dacos because I have to now. So I've done t- two trades, which is... McGovern to Dacos and 
Um, I've traded out Sam Flanders for Zebul. That's just giving us a life story there, man. That's yeah. A, that's that's pretty heavy, man. Not and you know, work's it. difficult. And you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. got some health issues. Yeah, no, no, your health's <laughs> fine, brother. You're a healthy boy. So that's um. kind of that's kind of the decisions that was going on in my head over the weekend that was frustrating me a lot. So what makes me laugh about that the most is, I can see where you were coming from with thinking Dacos might get more attention this week, and Ken Hinckley himself said he will. And talked a big game. And then he put yeah, Lockie yeah. Jones on him. What's Lockie Jones going to do? And then it do? turned out like he scored, even, he scored even more than round one. Yeah. <laughs> so I, you probably got sucked in by that as well. Um, yeah, that's tough, George. Sorry to hear, man. That's right. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, it's, it is a tough one because with what, with what coaches say, you're going to take it seriously. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And sometimes there are other people who, you know, influencers in the super coach community who are going to try to talk you off day costs and talk you off this and that because they can't fit it in their plan. So they've got to justify it to the public. And that's probably what kind of caught you off a bit there as well. Yeah. Just uh, after, I mean, after that second performance, I just said, man, this against Port, you, you need this guy in your team. If you don't have him, you're anti-football, you're anti-super coach. You can't, you, you can't are. hedge, you can't go against day costs as a point of difference now. He's, nah, he's nah. too fit. He's too skillful. Get him in your team if you don't have it's him. It's a point of difference that. to not have him, but you're also going to be bad at Supercoach. So. <laughs> yeah, true, <laughs> true. It's a personality trait, but, but not a good yeah, one. I think we've all got that personality trait this year, to be honest with you. Um, so how'd you guys go? Uh, quite poorly. So I ended up with 2054, so 2054, which is a top 48 score, top 48% <laughs> score. And I'm overall 44%. So that's pretty poor. Rough start. A very rough start. Well, the issue was is that I thought to give... I wanted to give Bruin another week because you just don't know. He had a good showing in round one in the first half. So I thought there's a little bit of hope there. So I gave him another week. Um, And that that went as, you know, didn't go well at all. So... No. Yeah. So after that, I had another bad squad, Darcy, who... I'm holding on for now, but he's he really that really hit. Kelly was out, who I didn't trade. Unlike George, I thought I'll keep him as well. Um, but it, I will. The positives for me, and I don't feel as bad as Georgie does over here, even though my team did worse, is that my two trades were Stewart to Dacos, so I got the 149 under my belt, and I brought in Sheezel for Flanders. And um, Flanders did nothing as well. So it was good to at least get rid of one of those bad mid-prices I had. You made so, some good moves. Yeah, you've made... The difference is you haven't wasted trades for no reason. Yeah. And, and you haven't left points from the, like on the table. So Yeah, so at least that happened. But I have left points on the table with, you know, Kelly and, um, and keeping Bruin. But, you know, at least the two trades that I did make very positively impacted my team. Um, and it allows me for next week to have 170k to spend which is most likely going to go into me getting Zebul and Setterfield in my team which um yeah I think it's obvious why you'd pick those guys cuz Zebul's role is excellent getting those you know those 40 meter bomb kicks all the time like he does and Setterfield's an inside midfielder so mm. um yeah at least the things are trending upwards for Adventure Tortoise um yeah nice and you mentioned a few of those guys you brought in Played well. So then overall, who was sort of like the letdowns that held your score back overall? The letdowns. Uh, so Darcy, 41. Mm. I had uh, Owen Davey on the field because of Kelly being out. I I tried to loop Baker's... Baker got 55, so I, I 
tried to go a bit extra with Davey, who looked like he was going to go for a big score at one point, but he just never really... Big first got, half. He was on 40, 40 yeah. odd. So it felt good for a bit, but that didn't work out. Mm. Uh, Callahan also dropped a 40. Um, Ridley and Doherty, 70s. So, yeah, it's not it's not the best, but I feel positive about the team moving forward. So I'm not as uh, as dramatic as Georgie. I think, so. so for me personally, I talked about my trades getting Dacos and getting um, Zeebel in. I just don't have the cash to do that extra trade to get Setterfield. Like if a Callahan to, to Setterfield or some Lookie to Setterfield, I can't do. And I think not having him is, is going to cost me. So I think it's a good trade. What are you doing? Thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah, the the really the other dilemma that I have is um, do I miss out on McKenna? Because if I bring in both Zebul and um, Zebul and Setterfield and Chandler in this case, I miss out on McKenna, who is a bit of a it's a bit of a bummer. But the defensive rookies are kind of good enough anyway, so I probably can skip it to be honest. So mm. he can't yeah. can't have it all, unfortunately. Yeah, no, of course, unless you're good at super coach, but not <laughs> evidently. Yes. So yeah. Dino, how'd your how'd your boys go? Uh better this week. I was top seventeen percent with the two thousand one hundred ninety-nine, so slightly better than you boys here, but still a fair bit off um the top of the top in terms of supercoach. Overall I'm top thirty percent now, so sort of slowly climbing back up to where we want to be. Um trades last week I got rid of Stuart um and I thought I'd save up some cash with the plan of making more trades this week. So I went down to Ridley who scored a 70. Um, look, in hindsight, I guess there was a few other options out there, but it looked like a good move and probably still would be a solid move. I'm not too worried about it moving forward. Um, and what else did I do last week? Uh, well, I'll tell you what I didn't do. I didn't trade Bruin out, and I wish I did. More like Tanner ruined my super coach team is what he's doing. Yeah, Tanner ruined. Um, that guy, mate, he's... I told you boys off air, I had Zebul in my team the whole offseason and then decided... I can't even tell you why to bring in Bruin. Was Tough it the extra fifty k? It probably was, a, but yeah, honestly, yeah. like he's just not—he's not a good super coach. It's such a terrible feeling when you've kind of got an instinct on what it is that you think you should do, and you kind of talk yourself out of it, and then it turns out that you were right in the first place. It's the worst feeling. Correct. I think you know. Speaking on instincts, it's almost like when I was talking last week about Gorn. <laughs> and uh, where that would have been the right thing to do round one, but then round two happened, and that made me—I never want to see anyone get injured. Like. But Turns out it you made right. me feel a, a lot better about myself because otherwise, you know, I would have been sitting there with a zero from Gorn in round two, Oof. which really the forty from that from Darcy isn't much better. But you know, um, yeah, that that's uh, it's only forty better. Yeah, yeah no, it's only forty better. So honestly, maybe I, sh- I would have been better off Dacos round one and Gorn's round one. If score. Gorn had played a quarter, he would have beaten that score. So easy, Bad. easy, man. He uh-huh. would have kicked three goals, contested marks. He does yeah. it all. I remember what I did with my second trade last week, actually. I did get rid of Jones, some would say, early, but I was really angry at him. Um, and I brought in McKenna. So, obviously, wasted a trade, you could say, but at least I got the points on the board. Um, yeah, he'll go more up cash as well. He'll yeah. go up more than Jones will. Um, this week, I had always planned, and I'm going ahead with it. I'm doing my first boost of the year. So, um, essentially, I want to make sure I have the rookies that I'm most most confident in. So, I'm bringing in, most likely, Ollie Hollands. Um, I'm also bringing in Chandler just for that cash gen. And then I'm going Bruin out. And here's where it can get interesting. I can go up to a more serious Primo, but I'm actually going to go either Zeeble or Setterfield and just bank 170-odd 
thousand for some future moves. See, I'm thinking an extra hundred seventy k. That gets you what a fifty five hundred twenty k player. Yeah, it's not quite where I wanted to get to. So. What about what about Tom Mitchell? I think he's five. Yeah, he's on the cards. Um, I don't know. I just at the moment think I'm playing the long game slightly. Just get that cash gen in. Fair um, enough. Because then Zebul he'll become. Zebul or Setterfield will become 520k. Let's yeah. be fair. They're, they're, that's what they project to get to. Correct. And then, yeah, you've kept 170k and you've gotten an extra, you know. Yeah. Got that price rise. Exactly right. And I think they'll score well on their way to those price rises, obviously. So I'm mm. um, hoping I don't lose out on too much too much of the good stuff. But you never know. I'm not that good at Supercoach. So don't take yeah. my advice, anybody. Um Interesting. Who did you guys captain last week? I trusted Laird to bounce back with the VC and it worked out pretty well. Yeah, I did Laird as well. So that, that saved probably the score, to be honest. 147. I think I did save you guys because I don't have Laird. So I went with VC on Dunkley, which got 117. And then I decided uh, we'll give Tom Green a run and he got like 106 or something. Yeah. So not the best. And that, that yeah, heavily uh, made my score worse. Yeah. So, And what yeah. about this week? What are you thinking? This week for the captains. Just run the captain on Dacus and don't worry about it, mate. You reckon? Don't even VC it. I'm, I'm thinking about He's VC. An option. Yeah. I'm thinking about VC on Dacos or Bont. Mm. And then captaining Dacos. Can you captain Dacos? Is he is he gonna fall? I don't know. I um personally can, can Richmond tag Dacos? They're the only do, team. Do they, they have someone like Butler? What do they do? Do they swing Butler? No, Butler's Butler, in the, Butler doesn't play for them, bro. Uh, what's his Butler from oh, Baker. Baker, sorry. Baker, not the, Baker. But, not the butler. The Dan Baker. Butler's gone. Baker's there. Um, <laughs> will they put him on him? Baker? Perhaps. He's a dude who plays every position apart from Ruck because he's short. So. <laughs> he's pretty He's pretty good, but I don't know. Um, what about like a, a Shai Bolton? Kind of making him more accountable in the forward line. That's 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 an interesting thought, but it's usually the defender who goes to the forward. They're the one who they're the ones who decide the matchup. You know what I mean? But it seems like Dacos just doesn't give a shit about his opponent. He's just going to do what he does. So it might be a way to like counter punch, making him responsible for like a dangerous player. I don't know. Yeah, but Collingwood would try to make him as free as possible. They'll put Nathan Murphy or something on Shy mm. Bolton, or they'll they'll figure it out. They, they they want him as free as possible, so that's what yeah. they're going to try to do. I'm not going to overthink it too much. I think I'll go Bont VC back into Laird. I think we both have Laird and we've paid up for him. So we want to try back in him to give us the value that we paid for. Correct. So well that, that's well one way to actually get points back. If this guy is the Laird that he was last year and he can average 130, then we're getting value out of, out of our captaincy. So I think Laird has to be in the, in the plans. For sure. Yeah, I couldn't agree more, George. Um, and what about our AFL Enjoyers team, Matt? So if you want to bring that one up. All right. So a team that I'm actually proud of. They did pretty good, man. So they ended up on 2,296, the boys. Ooh. Ooh, yeah. Um, and we're in the top 3%. We're ranked 5,216. So not too bad. The, tr- the troll team has defeated our teams by a long, long way. Yeah, our team and 97% has. of other teams, it seems. Yeah, man, the wow. the boys, we picked LDU because he's a North player, not because he's a good super coacher, but it worked out. Um, who else have we got that's really good in this team? We have Darcy Cameron in the ruck. What a he's pick he's actually a friend of the pod. <laughs> Dean sat like what, a row behind him at the Arctic Mon- No, 
The Red, Red Hot, Hot Chili, Chili Peppers, yeah. Yeah, Red Hot Chili Peppers. Oh, just a, so he went in because of that. And something um, to report on that, just in yeah. case anyone was wondering if he got rowdy or, you know, misbehaved in the off-season. Man went to get a drink, bottle of water. So there you go. See, that, that sh- reflects that you should you should have told us that. See, I, we would have picked him captain. <laughs> See, Dean Dean told me about that, and I didn't think that this dude's actually taking his he's taking off it seriously and taking yep. he's very professional. Good on him, man. Um, so yeah, that's that happened. Who else do we have that's good on this team? We have Setterfield on this team. So he popped a 100, 147, as we all know. Um, we have Tommy Pickles, Tom Powell. He got seventy three. But I just thought I'd say his name. Better than Brune. Um, yeah, better better than exactly better <laughs> than Brune. The same price, better than Brune. Uh Charlie Kerno, 103. Uh, Big Charles, we, mate. Big Charles. The one disappointment was instead of Dacos, we had coming. But now we're gonna have Dacos, let's be fair. Yeah, so let's uh, talk trades for, for this week. Yeah. I've I've made a few coming one of the down, trades. Coming down to Dacos is one of them, right? Y- yeah, of yeah. course. Easy. The other trades, we traded in Warple and Callahan last week. But Callahan's probably gonna go into Z Bull. And at this point, I have Chessa into Chandler. I rate it. I yeah. think they're very That's solid. Fine. I think Zebul Zebul should come in three hundred and fifty. I think thousand. Yeah, because then the forward line becomes you know apart. It's the standard forward line apart from Taranto because we have Charlie Kerno because you have to have Charlie Kerno. Um, yeah, Zebul and Shizul are F five and six. Um, yeah, this team it's it's such a fun team, bro. So fun. Um, it's got big creeper as well, doesn't it? Does have Krupa. He pulled a 99, so not the best, but... He's coming into the easy teams now, so he's going to terrorize. Yeah. Are you sure about that? Yep. Okay. Maybe maybe <laughs> this week, but the next week, I don't know about that, brother. I don't know about that. LDU and, and Krupa. I don't think I would contain myself. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's going to be a fun watch, that one. Oh, mate. Will they go head to head? We're going too far ahead, but will yeah. they go ahead? We'll save it for next week's probably though. Yeah, yeah, that would be cool. Um, yeah, <laughs> otherwise, no. Nah, the team's looking good, man. The team does it have Sissels as well. Sissels is in there. He hasn't done the greatest, but it's cool that we have him in. You know, we don't have to worry about trading him in. You know, when his price goes crazy after he pulls a one hundred fifty this week or something, because that's just what he does. Yeah, that seems really cool, man. It seems fun. It's it's actually it's given me some um, excitement. Maybe that's why you're but, not as depressed as probably you should be about your own yeah, team. <laughs> not true, because I, I I even though it was your input was in the team, I created it. Um, oh, here we go. No, I'm the one who added the players into the team, so I feel really your fingers good. are the ones that pressed it. That's it, man. Midas touch. Um, yeah, no, the team. Yeah, no, it's it's a, it's a lot we, of fun. So though. do we do we have McKenna in the team? I have to remind myself. We don't have McKenna. So, so that's someone that we could try to sneak in because we've got Jones as well, which yeah, is that's good. Jones. That's I don't, good. I don't yeah, good. I think they're they're not the most. It's not the biggest deal no. if you don't have McKenna, because if you look at the other rookies, Wilmot, Cowan, Jimby, Constable, they're all doing solid. Yeah. Uh, the only thing is McKenna has the best job security of a lot. Would we look at Jones. would we look at someone like uh, a Jack Bowes or a Liam Stocker? One of these. Uh, who's the other one? Crozier. One of these kind of 200k defenders? At least with Crozier and with Bose, we got one more week. But the the caveat with Bose is that we know he's just going to move around the whole field. He's not going to get that half-back role, that Tom Stewart role that he did for the first half. That's just not happening. Um, there's chances he plays a bit of forward on the wing where, you know, players, you know, super coach players go to die. Um yeah, so I don't I think I don't, Geelong doesn't like to keep like they like to move players around. They like to kind of share the load. So I don't think they're a super coach friendly team. Absolutely apart apart not. from Stewart, 
Um, I think we should have probably picked that with Bruin. Maybe thought he was a direct replacement for Selwood, but on the ball and on the wing, it's just not. It doesn't work. Yeah, no. It was yeah. look the the preseason showed that he was going to get that midfield role, and it just didn't happen. So what are you, what are you going to do? Like you know, um, is what it is. But at least yeah, as I said, there the enjoys team's going pretty good. Um, in my draft team, I'm going to have all my players back, which is good. Like Hewitt's coming back, Kelly, um, who's the other dude, Whitfield. It's going to be fun, man. I'm I'm, I'm feeling good yeah. about this week. Really nice. good. I love the positivity, George. How's your confidence heading into week three? Look, I don't think my team's in terrible shape. I'm disappointed that kind of maybe my disadvantage when it comes to you, Matzo, because our teams are similar, is Callahan um, versus um, Setterfield. So I've so you're gonna have to keep Callahan. I have to I have to keep him now because I just don't. I've got 80k. I don't have enough to turn him into Setterfield. Ah, fair enough. So I've I've I'm lying in my bed now, and I'm just hoping that. Uh, I'm hoping, first of all, he isn't injured. You're lying in your bed? I'm lying in my bed. Bravo. I've made my bed, and I'm like, is that not the same? No, I don't, I don't really know. I don't know. I've never I've heard that saying before. I've tucked myself in I've for the long winter. I've made my bed, and now I'm going to sleep in it. That's the saying, I think. I'm, I don't even know. What does that even mean? Hey, don't worry about it. This, this. <laughs> it's what your grandma, <laughs> What were you getting that for? <laughs> it's what your mom tells you to do when you're a kid, right? Yeah, nah. To an extent, yeah. Um, So, yeah, that's... At yeah. least, you know what? You guys both have laid over me. And apart from his round one blunder he's gonna just go crazy who would you guys pick if you had an option of zebel versus um setterfield considering they're pretty much the same price they're they're gonna be high trade targets who do you go for talk talk team i currently have setterfield but the dpp potential is making me very very strongly consider zebes yeah so zebel's currently a forward but i think he's around six they get dbp yep and he's definitely going to get it he's playing so you can swing him straight into the defense uh zebel and setterfield obviously is just going to be a midfielder i think the the main thing i want the main thing that's a big factor but you also have to think if you get setterfield ahead of zebel who's going to be playing uh, in your F5 or F6 spot? Is it going to be Sheasel and Chandler? Correct. Who might, whose yeah. floor is about a 40-50, which isn't too bad, but I think I'd rather have a McKenzie start than yeah, Chandler, for me it's, personally. Yeah, for me, it'd be Sheasel and Chandler starting in the forward line, Setterfield in the mid, or Zebul and Sheasel in the forward line and Ollie Hollands on field. Yeah, I think... I who think, I do like, by the way. Good player. Who's that? Sorry. Ollie Hollands. Yeah, yeah, no, I thought he had a really good showing on the wing. He he because he's such an athletic player, he's gonna cover the ground. Yeah. I mean he is a pure wingman. So wingmen we know don't always get the ball, but um he's he works hard for for the ball, so he should he should be like a sixty average, but I wouldn't expect anything crazy from him. Um for me, I think I'm going Zebel because of the rookies. If I go center field, then I'm fielding who am I fielding? I'm probably fielding someone like a, a Chandler or a, or an Owen Davy or something like that. So I kind of have to go Zebel for that perspective. If um yeah, because if it and and if I go Setterfield, then I've still got no 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 because no, Callahan would be traded. So really, it's it's a decision of because I've got Owen Davy and and Fergus Green in the forwards. I have to field one of them if I don't go Zebel and they're not going to score as well as like a McKenzie. Yeah, no, nah, I think if that's the case, then Zebes is a Zebes is the way to go. Uh, I think, yeah, it's it leads towards Zebes in this case, especially with the yeah, DPP, the rookie stuff. 
So, you heard it here, Zeb will over Setterfield. <laughs> well, we haven't seen the interesting thing is we we haven't seen Setterfield play against a strong midfield, and I think he's still gonna average a ninety, which he's priced at like that's fine for his price, right? Yeah, absolutely. But I, as he gets it into stronger uh, against stronger opposition, I don't see him doing the one forties. That's crazy. That's crazy. Like that's serious primo shit. So. Yeah, big time, big time. So, guess we'll wait and see. It's gonna mm-hmm. be. An interesting week. I sort of getting the the vibe that we're all hoping our teams are going to take a step forward this week. Yeah, um, I think there's a lot of positivity knowing now that we have two rounds of data and we can better. Um, we're, we're more educated going into our trades and building our team, so mm. that helps a lot. Yeah. What do you think? I think maybe the last point because I think we all have Darcy, don't we? Yeah. What. <laughs> He's a, he's he he's an up and down player. He's he's prone to a forty than like a one fifty, and he does have uh, BJ Williams this week, which he should dominate. But um, what, what obviously the um, Luke Jackson affected him last week. How do we see that going forward? Can I sorry, Matter? Can I say what I actually think happened last week? And I don't think it was Luke Jackson. I think that's a bit of a myth. He played one of the best ruckmen of all time. No, he did. He played, no, he, he played. No, <laughs> he played. He played one of the fact. best type ruckmen in the game, and the North midfield dominated the Fremantle midfield. And every hit out that Darcy did win, which is about I think almost thirty of them, like he won a fair amount of hit outs. Um, Freer players were not getting on the end of it. So I think if he has this exact same game, and Freer wins the clearance battle, he goes from what did he get a forty-eight probably to a eighty. Mm. Um, so I'd, I'm not too worried. It's very disappointing, but um, would you consider like a Tim English who's in form? I think he's got 130 average, or a cheap, a cheap, a cheaper option like a Cameron. Cameron for sure, but I think it's hard. It's it's a tough one. It's a tough one because you don't want to like jump off your primos so so soon, regardless of what it looks like. You picked Darcy for a reason. <laughs> It's it's a it's a really tough one. The the reason it's I bring it up is we know that after round three the players change price. That's why we kind of let try and get our team sorted before round three. Darcy's break even's one hundred and eighty. So Darcy's break. Oh, Sean, I thought you, I thought you were talking about Darcy Cameron. Darcy yeah. Cameron's sorry, sorry, his Sean, break even his break even must be like yeah ten neg- something negative. Um, yeah. um, Sean Darcy's got one hundred and eighty one break even. So he's unless he has the biggest game of his life, he's going to lose money. He um, might. He might against West Coast. That's yeah. that's not out of the question. So I think with that scoring capability, I think you just hold off for a week. And if it if it's that bad next week, you should still be able to go to Darcy Cameron. You know what I mean? It's tough, but that's what I, that's my thoughts because I want to get onto Setterfield. There's there's too many value options that are going to just surge up in price, and you might lose the boat. You might miss the boat for him. Mm. Say Setterfield, Zebul. Um, if you still if you don't have McKenna or Chandler, you just got to pick him up. And just on Frio, really quickly as well, what are you guys making of Brennan Cox and Luke Ryan? Just quietly, Brennan Cox's um, dream team or fantasy score to his super coach, the ratio is crazy. I think he got eighty and then went to one hundred and thirty. Well, he had like that. he had that have? clutch goal right at the end when he went to the forward line. Twenty touches and seven marks and a goal. Yeah, so. That probably helped, but even Luke Ryan, he had thirty touches, ten marks. I just, I can't. Luke Ryan, Luke Luke Ryan, Ryan I can trust, but something about because he doesn't Brandon look Cox. like Brendan Cox doesn't look like an AFL footballer. That's no, why. he doesn't. He doesn't. I just, 
Nah, I can't. can't Ryan looks good, though. There's just not enough trades. 80 to 131 was Brennan Cox's... 131 of 20 possessions is huge. I'm not going to discourage anyone from picking him. I just... Something in me just can't do it. Because Luke Ryan's quite cheap as well. I think he's only like 530 or something along those lines. So, yeah, he really does look like a a value pick. And if you've got Dacos sorted, I don't know what... you, You know, if you wanted to go for an up early upgrade option, Ryan... If only I went Stuart to Ryan... That would have been nice. That would have been huge. That would have been huge. Big point of difference. But you didn't do it. He didn't get sucked in by the 170 round one. I got sucked in by you guys recommending Ridley, mate. Hey, you got 106 in the first round. That's huge. <laughs> uh, 107 right. maybe. I don't know. I can't remember. Oh, good boys. Yeah. Anyway. I, I'll forgive you. I'll forgive you. Um, I think we should leave it at that though. That's enough uh, complaining about our Supercoach teams for one week. Yeah, um, that's it. Good luck sure, for next week, Yeah, guys. good luck to everyone. Give the video a like and... Um, a good rating on Spotify. Matzo's going to post our teams onto Twitter at AFL. I didn't know I was doing that, but I, I You shall. are going to do it now. Why not? Uh-huh. Do, I, do I just post our trades up? Yeah. Yeah, post our trades. I'll post our trades. Um, yeah, and then... We'll um, figure it out. We'll, uh, just post the Enjoys team, man. No one cares about our, our useless top 40. You know what? No, yeah. you know, I, I agree. Done. I agree. Done. We're, we're going to post the Enjoys team and the changes that we've made. You don't need that negativity on your feed no 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 you don't need to remind yourselves of your own teams just just focus on the good stuff that's happening right now so are we captaining ldu is that what we're doing dacos into ldu let's do ldu man dacos into ldu dacos into ldu and trade in josh dacos done trading josh as well in order all right thanks a lot guys like and sub we'll see you on the next one thank you